0: Last week on Lore Seekers. There's a, there's people on the other end of that Twitter that you are tweeting at. There's people on the other end of those Reddit posts that you are shouting at. That you are uh, posting on the forums at. I just want to say this. Look, the greatest thing about an MMO is change.
1: I think that was an earthquake. I don't know. That a, <laughs> that's a mom. Something's rumbling underneath my feet. <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea all this was going on. Apparently, Mom's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be rigged, the brash. Oh, all right.
2: Greetings, travelers. Welcome to the Law
0: Seekers Podcast. Grab a nail and join our two adventurers
2: as they share their tales of misadventure in the land of Tamriel. Here they are at their usual table, jibs and cash. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I think I have gout. You have what? I think I have gout. Gout? It's either that or I've been traversing Tamriel too much. Have you been
0: in Merkmire a lot?
1: No, oh, yeah. that
0: would be Trenchfoot.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's
0: fair. Oh, yeah. No. Oh gosh. No. Uh, no, Merck-Meyer just yet. Oh, well, that's good. What can I get you, boys? Oh, hey. Um, I I wrote this down before we came, but I I lost it. So you know, we're in a special place right now. We can't say where because we're live on live on. You know, but uh, I'll take a I'll take a rift and ale. Let me, let's go with that rift and ale, please. Whiskey, please. Whiskey plays. Oh look at Coming you guys. Right oh man. So uh what's been uh what's been cracking? Hmm? Mm,
1: there's been a lot cracking, my friend. Um I have been uh, playing a lot of ESO this week.
2: <laughs> no you have <laughs> As not usual. No
1: you uh, have I not. Have, I have actually. Um I uh, no, I'm playing us. on my Magic Templar and he has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Trying to get him up to CP levels so I can give him a go in trials and see how I like his deeps. Mm. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little little worried about nerfs that are coming uh with my pet sorc. So I'm just looking for an option B, an option B. Actually, I'm looking for an option like D because I <laughs> I already have plenty of CP DPS characters. So.
0: Well, you know, it's uh kind of one of those things like i there was a time when i really would get worked up or you know really nervous about that sort of thing but nowadays i welcome it like i'm all for change unless it's like other mmos expansion bad kind of change i mean like full-on expansion and then they launch something else to bring you back in time to make it a little bit better um i'm okay with it i love it i love change
1: yeah, no, yeah, change is good. I remember I listened to our show again from last week because half the time, we right when we get done recording, I forget what we said. <laughs> so I'll go and listen to the show so I can, like, yeah. you know, critique my own failures. Yeah. And um, I remember you mentioned that last week that, you know, change is good. And, you know, as a matter of fact, you just mentioned it just right now in yeah. the uh, intro to the show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm I'm always accepting I'd say always, but for the most part, pretty accepting of the uh, the things that come down the pipe, and we just kind of roll with it, and, you know, and for the most part, like, I don't really notice too, too much of it anyway. Yeah. It's just, there's such minute changes that I really don't notice too, too much of it. So anyway, yeah, whatever. And you know, it gave me an opportunity to um, get back into PvP with sub-50, and yeah. he rolls... Like, I'm running a uh, lightning staff on my front bar and a resto staff on the back bar just for utility. And he's super fun. So, I can tell, like, when I'm trying to hit somebody and they start kind of whittling down my health a little bit. And then I do, like, a dodge roll back and then pop out my resto staff and I heal to full health. They're just like, oh, my God, I freaking hate you. So, it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's awesome. I enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you, man? What do you have going on? I kind of know one of the things you have going on. What's that? Your new job, buddy. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, you know, and again, you know, normally this you know, this is really like some of you talking private over a conversation phone conversation or something. But you know, I don't know, you all kind of been here on the journey with me, so you know, why not give you a little update? Uh, yeah, man. I am busy and I love it. I love it, man. I love my job. Started it th- three days in. Quick tip if you wanna get friends quick in the office, bring them two dozen of locally made fresh hot donuts for the first for the meeting of the week
1: perfect and my tip would be if you want to give your coworkers diabetes (laughs) and move yourself into positions that are higher than your current position try and kill them with donuts (laughs) there's that
0: appreciate if you wouldn't give out my
1: process behind said donuts (laughs) that's right it's like (laughs) this is a marathon not a sprint (laughs) you're in it for the long haul (laughs) I got the diabetes. <laughs> I got to go off of work. Oh, oh.
2: I'll cover you. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't mind doing good in your position for you. Oh, You, you take all the time you need, okay? All the time. But, uh, no, it's been great. Uh, I've been working on my healer as much as I can, um, logging in. And yeah. something I've been, like, working on for three weeks, and I, every time I, after we get done doing the show, I realize... I never said it in the show, was I have been actively working on my uh, sci-fi fiction novel. So that is a thing. i been doing a lot of world building, character building, and just having a good time with that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it.
1: So I like it. I'm, I'm going to address chat real quick and just let them know. You Don't worry, I don't have gout. Like, there's a full-on conversation about gout going on. Is it? I'm is good. It getting I'm... gouty over there? Yeah, it's, that was just kind of a funny for the beginning of the show, and it, it failed, because everybody now thinks I have an I think elements. you have the clap.
0: All right. I'm good. Promise. <laughs> He's cleaner. of TB.
1: Scout's honor. Scout's honor.
0: All right. Well, everyone, welcome. This is episode one. I love when we can say that. One of volume five. It's the first time we've... First episode for this, so it's pretty exciting. Uh, welcome to the show. This is a Lore Seekers podcast where we talk Elder Scrolls Online. We are your hosts. I am Jordan Butts or Gyps, whatever one you want to call me. Pick one. Both are fine with me. I'm joined by Cash. I like Jibbles. Yeah, you...
1: you Jibbles but, is good. It's You've had a lot of iterations of your name over the years. And they all stem from you. I don't know if you've known this. They do well. I'm I'm kind of a dick like that. Like I, I'll get you used to one thing, and then I'll just kind of switch it up on you real quick, and you'll be like, "What? What did you just call me?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. It's just a, my new name."
0: <laughs> like that thing you wrote on the box you sent me with those goodies from E3 that I cannot what say did on I the I air. Right? What like, did I write? I can't say it on air. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I sent Jim's a birthday present, but it's a four-letter word. Oh, I. Re- oh, yeah, you can't say that. These are nice people. This is a family show. So on the flap, I, d- I did it very strategically so that when he like cut the tape and then opened it up, and on the flaps, I had some choice words written for <laughs> it's just That's what we do.
0: It is what we do. It's what we do.
2: Oh,
0: oh man. All right. Well, everyone, welcome again. We're so happy to have you here. And, um, well, last week was a fun show. It was a pretty hot show, mainly because of the aftermath. We've been taking a beating behind the scenes, for uh, particularly last week's episode. Talking about uh, what was it? The uh, Crown Store. We also talked about the uh, ESO Twitter updates, QuakeCon, uh, ESO Live roundup. <laughs> I laugh. Uh, we also did a discussion uh,
1: on, actually, Lord lesson on the first era. So there's that. Let's let's talk about it though. Talk about what? Let's just talk, let's talk about it a little bit because like Jibs and I, we share an email for the show. Yeah. So I got in there uh, in the morning. I usually get in there in the morning and take a look at the email, see if there's anything that needs to be answered. And um, I was talking to Jibs on the phone. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing much. I just uh, uh, we just uh, looked at a at a review we got and uh, deleted an email and, and I go, whoa, 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 or deleted a bad email. I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa what are you talking about? Uh, I don't want you to see it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> so I go into the trash. I'm like, "Duh." Uh. <laughs> I go into the trash and read it. And yeah, we, we're taking a little bit of a little bit of crap for um, for supporting Zoss. So, um, yeah, the person who wrote it uh, does not get a mention because um, I could give a flying
2: crap boobly about boobly that poo. person.
1: <laughs> if you have nasty trolley things to say, then uh, you can suck it and. That's just where we land because I don't care what you write. You're not going to hurt us. We're going to say the same things we want. We're two friends talking about a game that we love, about developers that we really love and support. And that's just the way it is. And if you don't like it, you can just turn the show off and not listen. We don't care.
0: Yeah, it, uh, yeah, that that happens. But, uh, you know, I, I guess I don't know. And look, we're not, we're not like haughty people. Like we're pretty humble, too humble people. We're very approachable. We really are. Mm. Ask our Discord. Please ask our Discord. <laughs> like or we're, join it. Or, or join it and find yes. out for yourself. Yeah, like we're you know we're not we're not, you know we don't think anything higher of ourselves than what we are, and uh, you know I um, I guess it's just because uh, the way that we word things whenever we do criticize that it does bother some people. Um, and if that's, if that does bother you, then maybe, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's quite a few shows out there and I would encourage you to find one that really resonates with you because at the yeah. end of the day, when it comes to criticizing, um, the show, we will do it, especially when it's needed. Um, when we really believe it's needed, I think we did that pretty well last show in the crown store and we talked about it and, uh, I made a comment in the episode and cash agreed, you know, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable because I felt like I was talking about my, my friends, uh, it'd be like me talking bad about somebody, but it had to be done. It had to be addressed and we did it. And um, right. and
1: you know what, man, when, when people do when people write in or, you know, send us mail or whatever about um, things that they don't like about our show. And it's, it's not that often. I'm not saying like we get stuff every single day because we don't. I mean, the uh, overwhelming majority of the correspondence that we get is very positive about our show. Yeah. And that's the community we want to. Right. We want to cultivate. Yep. Is is that, yep. um, but when we do get something negative, it's like it, it's okay because it, look, agree to disagree. At the end of the day, Jibs and I are we're not here to impress anybody other than who wants to be impressed or are impressed with our show. Those are the folks that we're going to have coming back. We are not going to make everybody happy with the things that we say, but at the root of it all, Jibs and I are speaking from the heart every, every single time. show. Yep. We're not lying to you. This nope. is who we are. This yep. is this is what we feel. Yep. This is what we support. That's right. And if we don't support it, if it's something that's negative, anytime it's negative, we're going to feel bad about having to report it. But if that's how we feel, we're going to do so. We just happen to be two very positive people, and we refuse to let a troll run what we do. It's just not going to happen. So you can say it all you want. We're not going to give you the airtime.
0: Done. There you go. All right, so every episode, if you've listened in the past, uh, well, we made a change a few episodes ago, and that was we wanted to put you front and center. We want to make sure that your voices are getting heard, Uh, the ones that are not trolls, on our show. We got you right here. And so we're bringing that back with uh, a little bit of your mail, a little bit of uh, the goodies.
2: I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. So yeah, thank you very much. Uh, but
1: gosh, he—he he never says you're welcome. He just—why does he not say? Can he not and say? And why for is a he drink? wearing? Why is he wearing heels?
0: I, you know, that's a solid question. Jeez, not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm, I just—I uh, don't. <laughs> I male, uh, male. All right, so. All right, so first up, we've got Max on Assassin's Lore. Let's take a listen.
2: Hey, Jizz and Cash, this is Rocknex in. Uh, hey, I just had a quick um, question about
0: the Dark uh, Brotherhood, the Assassins, the uh, you know, Morag Tong and all that, and I thought of, hey, that would be a pretty cool lore lesson to just go over all the Assassins in, in the game. Um, all the different factions and things. Um, just a quick idea for you. Doing a great job, guys. Keep up the good work.
2: Love the podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: All right. So thanks, Rocknax. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, good to hear from you again. Uh, Assassins' lore.
1: You know. Yeah. I I felt like we did that a long, long time ago. We did. So way back I think in the teens in our in at least our teen shows we're on Loreless. 65 when our teens. back when we were back we're totally in our teens Totes in our we teens we did um totes that was actually one of my surprises for for Jibbles is we did um
2: <laughs> what Nampy,
1: who is in the tavern in game said season 1 thank you there you go oh my god that is so funny in game i look up and i see a chat over his head that said season one <laughs> <There you laughs> i love that oh yeah uh okay so it was season one we did um the dark brother and that was one of my surprises to you i said i'm not going to tell you what the lore lesson is this week because i knew you're going to love it
0: oh my so god, we I did
1: yeah and that was that's one of one god it's one of my very very favorite things about this game totally i know it is yours uh, but we did cover the Dark Brotherhood in a lore lesson, and invariably, when you cover the Dark Brotherhood, you have to cover the Morag Tong because it is—it's part of it. I mean, by all accounts, the Dark Brotherhood stemmed yeah. from the Morag Tong, and um, man, we can get into a super long lore lesson right now. But Deedy, uh, I have two, two or three avenues for you. You can go to our website and read. Uh, that particular lore lesson if you like the text. You can uh, listen to that show and I don't know exactly which one it is but Nampy's saying it's in season one. And then we have um, one of our very new things that we're doing is the uh, the video series Road Less Traveled. You can go to our YouTube channel and watch a very latest one that I did. i am only done two. But the very latest one that I did was um, strictly on the Dark Brotherhood. So that's on our YouTube channel. If you like video format,
0: better. That that was hands down one of my. I say this about every lore lesson, but they're really kind of like all my favorite. So like, you're just gonna hear it a lot. Uh, <laughs> but I really liked that one. I loved so the way nice. that that came out. That was a fun episode. I love the art that. Because uh, sometimes you you know you you do graphics and you're like you look back and you're like yeah that was a miss or oh that was good but. Man, I loved that episode all around. That was a fun one.
1: Yeah, it, it is some really deep lore. And I suppose we certainly could go into the other assassins, um, I don't know, guilds, factions, you could say, in Elder Scrolls Online. And most particularly uh, behind, the, not as old as, but behind, in my opinion, the Dark Brotherhood would be the Morag Tongue. 'Cause they ended up being a little bit more political than anything else. They started, you know, just uh operating within the tribunal houses of Morrowind. And they never really stemmed outside of Morrowind, whereas the Dark Brotherhood's like we're going prestige worldwide. We're, go- we're that's going to pos- <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a boat <laughs> That's <laughs> That's what dark boats and buts. All right, but you know what's funny? Just real quick about the Dark Brotherhood in the actual Elder Scrolls timeline. If you look at it in a timeline perspective, they're not that old, and they didn't last that long. No, it's kind of sad. Like, oh my god, like what happened? Yeah, and uh, you know, by a lot of accounts, when the Dark Brotherhood had their demise most people say they're done. Like, they didn't come back. And there's a few people that are like, no, they're, they're still around. And you just don't hear about them. So they're, like, hiding and just waiting.
0: I like to think they're around and they're hiding. Oh, waiting. They're like the Sith. yeah. <laughs> they're like the Sith. They're just waiting to strike.
1: That's what I love about. Everything, Everything. goes back to Star
0: Wars. Oh, for the freaking... Mm, wrong show. Wrong IP. Yeah, I
1: know. Definitely no. wrong. Seriously, because I, I get okay. confused I, I, you, so I know. Forget
0: where I'm at. I know. Just... Things get crazy. I hear droids. And here's Ian on future content.
2: Hey, gentlemen. This is Ian or Iwi on Discord. Hoping all is well for both of you. Uh, This year has been kind of a tougher one for me. And because of it, I haven't been able to find the money or really the time to be a super active member of the community lately. So I just wanted to call you guys and thank you for all of the hard work that you do. uh, Because your podcast has kept me completely invested and connected to ESO, which is still one of my absolute favorite games. Uh, and I'm just having that to look forward to every week has kind of held me over and I think will continue to hold me over until I can get back to playing daily, jumping back into the dungeons with you guys and just playing again. I, I can't wait for that. But so just thank you. Uh, I really appreciate the show. And I think a lot of people uh, are in kind of the same boat as me. So just want to thank you guys and end it with a fun uh, hypothetical. If you guys are in charge of content for Zoss, and they want you to come up with the next year-long adventure, what part of Tamriel do you set it in, and what are some of the lore you'd want to bring forward into that next chapter? All right, guys. Later.
1: Whoa. First off, um, my friend, we miss you too. Um, I've actually spent some time in Discord with this gentleman, and... uh, He's a good dude. We played ESO together for a little while, and then he he kind of disappeared. But you know what? Life has a tendency to do that. And um, that's ju- it's just kind of one of those things. So don't worry about it, man. Life always comes first. Do your thing. Uh, Tamriel will be here for you. Laura seekers will be here for you when you're back. Um, Jibs, you want to take I... this one? I'm going to let you go first.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. But first off, I, 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 before, we, before we jump into this, I, I kind of want to... I was just thinking about that guy not even three days ago and I was thinking I haven't seen him in a long time and then we get this voicemail so I just want to say this and I hope I'm not embarrassing you because I want to talk to you directly keep chugging along put one foot in front of the other because Cash knows I have been there for the last five years and I can tell you this you're going to get to where you need to go and you're going to get to where you want to be keep lowering your shoulder and keep moving forward Okay. That being said, future content. Well, it's so funny you ask.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Because get deep.
0: Forgotten City of the Dwimmer. Underground where you get <laughs> people know where I'm going. They know where I'm going before I do this. Uh, where you get a new skill line that is of the Tinkerer. Because look. Oh, at, boy. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Dwemer disappeared. Their formulas did not. So it's still there, and it's waiting to be found, and it's waiting to be enjoyed. So that's my thoughts.
1: Huh. Well, um... If you actually look at the map of Elder Scrolls in-game... This is my answer, by the way. Um, There is a lot more to be filled in in the realm of Skyrim. Um, There's a lot more to be filled in in the realm of Hammerfell. Now, I don't think that they're going to go to Hammerfell just yet because... Or maybe they do right before... Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 releases. A single player game. Because everybody's speculating that that one's going to be in Hammerfell anyway, so maybe they do go to Hammerfell. I don't know. Where do I want them to take it? I would like to see every square inch of Skyrim filled
0: out.
1: (laughs) That's what I would like. I think there is so much story there that is left to be told that would be really really cool right Good that would be, it would be fantastic um where do i see it not going i don't see it going anywhere outside of the realm i think we've already gone outside of the realm of um tamriel proper i don't think that they're going to take it to like at mora or anything like that i don't think it's i just don't think that the lore is there yet um I, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, if I'm going to have to do, like, a number one, I'm going to say for sure I would like to see Skyrim realized in this I, game.
0: You know, there's been a lot of talk in our community surrounding that idea uh, the last two weeks, really, and it makes sense. I'll be surprised. I'll go on record. I'll be surprised if it doesn't go that way, depending on how scale, or not scale breaker, dragon hold, or, or uh, what?
1: Nothing in change. <laughs> In chat, Robin Bobbin says, Yeah, they let anybody be Jarl there. <laughs> Talking about Whiterun. <laughs> it's, it's totally true. Because oh, trust me, if they've let some of my characters be the Jarl, there. <laughs> yeah.
0: that'd be a fun title. I'd Actually,
1: uh, Miss Von Jamestein says um, Solstein, which is really would be a freaking awesome area. And it's I up just, there. So I just don't want to go... You
0: know, I, I really, to be honest with you, I would love something very, uh, like Cash said, very snow-based. I think that'd be cool. Also, uh, I, I don't want to go anywhere around... I, I don't want Trench Foot. I don't want to go anywhere anything to do with Argonian.
1: You don't want to go anywhere below the equator? <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere where the poop flows downward. Well, they so. pretty much filled out Black Marsh, didn't they? I mean, it's it's pretty much it's done pretty, down yeah, there. Yeah,
0: it's, you know, it's pretty... uh. It's pretty done,
1: I'd say. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but up north, man, up north would be a really good spot for them to mm-hmm. focus on. There's a, there's just a lot of history up there. There's so many things that happened, even before the Nords got there. There's a lot that happened, and I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I would love to see the Falmer
2: in Ooh. this game.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, it's so funny you, you bring that stuff up. Uh, yeah. 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 Man, you and I are the same wavelengths oftentimes. I don't even
1: know it. That's why we're about. friends. Yay! Brothers got a hug. Brothers got <laughs> What did you do? <laughs> we're such movie nerds. Oh, Seriously.
0: man. I love it so bad. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys both for the voicemails. Now, we got an email here from Patrick. He says, quote, Hi, guys. Absolutely love the podcast. Great job. And keep those lore lessons coming. Good job, Kesh. I have something I wanted to share and a question about the game. I had an IRL cross- in real life crossover with ESO shortly after the launch of Elsewhere. I came across a lore book titled One Dragon, Two Dragon. And I had to stop playing because I was laughing so hard. I have a two-year-old son. And at that time, I was on a solid month of reading One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish to him every single I think it's a testament to the game, or to the game writers to include things like that. It's a really small occurrence, but boy, did it make my day to come across that in-game book. Moments like that is one of the many reasons I continue to play this game. All right, so here's a question. Here's the question. My question for you both is about the future of ESO and its relationship with Elder Scrolls Six. Obviously ES6 is a long way off, but does get closer each day. Can players expect year-long chapter releases in ESO from now on as a way to make the wait more bearable? Also, now that we've seen almost every area, will there be another major chapter release, or do you think future releases will be DLC releases similar to Merkmar and Rothgar? Thank you, Patrick.
1: Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, thank you. I would be incredibly surprised if they don't do it the way that they've done it this year because this so far has been a home run like I really dig the way they're they're doing it and they'll do you know the the um, prologue quest where you get to get in there and kind of get a taste of it and then they dive you into a story and then leave it open-ended yeah and continue it throughout mm-hmm. the year right I think that they're probably going to get the best response from the community about the way that they've done this as opposed to the way that they did uh, Morrowind and Somerset. Now, I'm not saying that those were bad releases because they were both epic, but I just think that the way they're doing this makes you feel more like your character is on an epic quest. That's what is missing in these MMOs. Is that feeling of epicness, of global responsibility, of greater purpose. I think that's what's missing. It's been missing from... Unless you play a single-player game. So, like, say you play The Witcher 3. Okay, yeah, that has huge purpose. (laughs) You feel like you are in touch with that world because of what you're doing. Right. Skyrim, same thing. Uh, Some of the bigger single-player RPGs out there. So I think what they're doing with this big, giant year, this long year of uh, storyline content releases that are all related is they're making it feel more like a single-player RPG to those who want to play the game single-player. And there's content for everyone in there. So I'd be very surprised if they don't continue this same formula. I love it.
0: I really like a... Uh, I... I like it. Let me preface. I love it. I, I really do. Um, my only thing I think that could be a thing that I think could be adjusted would be the pacing of it, uh, and I really feel like this year is a good trial run of that. Whether as adjusting the dates for the release versus the then Scale Breaker and then uh, Dragon. Um, I keep forgetting that last drop. What's the last drop's name? Dragon Reach, Dragon Hold, Dragon Dragon Scales. Help me! Help scale me out breaker. here. Oh, uh, no, no, that's August. What's next?
1: After that one? Yeah. Oh, I forget. You put me on the I'm the... forgetting too. Gosh, this is what happens when you come a parent. I don't Are know, just, slow. Or slow.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> we're both slow. This is my only concern is Dragonhold. Thank you, chat. Appreciate it. Um, who was that in chat? Rycar. Thank you so much. Rycar. Um so that my only concern, and I've been vocal about this in the past, and, I, and really we won't know until we experience it. But the gap between Scalebreaker and Dragonhold, the date that Dragonhold releases is really going to make this whole season of the Dragon amazing, or it's going to be—I'm afraid there's going to be people that are a little apprehensive about you know how they end up feeling about it. Mainly because a drought of the content. That's my only concern. And now is that I, I don't know is uh is if it's going to be too long of a wait in between those two other than that I, I love it I love it I, I
1: well love the way it was done yeah but you know what the, the way I look at it is this there's so much content coming out in this game at such a fast pace I would love to see the amount of people that are in game on a daily basis that have actually finished the content in Elsewhere. Even if it's just the main storyline. Mm. Mm-hmm, I bet mm-hmm. you there's tons of people in our own guild that haven't even finished it yet. And it's it's okay. So maybe maybe that's what they're looking at. Like there's so much to do. I'm going to go back and do it on my Templar. Again. Yeah. There you go. You know what I mean? So... right, I, I just don't know that those people there'd be a very, very small percentage of people who could actually complain about the span of time in between two of those releases. Because there's so much to do in this game. And that percentage of people that have actually keep up with every single thing is probably pretty small. I don't know, look. I don't do the stratics. I don't do I the I just numbers. play the damn game and do a stupid show. That's You've it. Wa-
0: oh, no, you're not that part of the office yet. I was going to throw a kevin line out there for you but you're not ready yet my uh, wife
1: already spoiled spoiled half the thing so i guess it doesn't matter oh she's watching it with you too well she just watched certain things and she taught she literally told me the other day like i go i was telling her i'm like i love the the romance between pam and i forget the other dude's name, jim jim i love the little thing going on and you know she's dating this this guy she's engaged to him and everything and then my wife goes oh you didn't know that she breaks up with the other guy they get married and have a baby i was like Grr! i was literally pissed <laughs> at my spouse well, i'm like thank- you know i freaking hate spoilers so
0: anyway there's something even bigger than that so i just i'm glad that that wasn't the thing that was said so
1: all right well
0: thank you everyone again so much for emails you can always call us 765- 382-6961. Put it in your phone. Call us when you feel like it. And uh, if you're going to uh, have the chance to be played on the show, try to keep your voicemail around a minute or shorter. Or you can always email us, loreseekerspodcast at gmail.com. It's
1: I, got time. A shout out. I got a quick shout-out. I got a quick shout-out before we do that. All right. We got to hit up the folks who found us in the tavern. Oh. Doctor y- Doc yeah. Brandroid found us. Cyberload found us. Wistie found us, and they're actually sitting here with us right now, having a beverage in the uh, in the tavern. And then, of course, Nampy was the first to find us, and I think he DC. So, um, thank you guys. That's really cool, and that does bring us way back because that's how we started the show. It's the classics, right there, man. It's the classics, and uh, and uh, Volume Five is all about us kind of getting back to uh, the basics of how we started the show and um, yep. bringing it back to folks to i don't know if you haven't listened to our first uh our first chapter or not or volume or not um if you haven't then go back and listen to it definitely will notice a difference in our quality which we didn't think was that bad back then but now that you know we've upgraded stuff and had the opportunity to make the show better for you it's a big difference.
0: I remember when we got featured and I I go back and I listen to that episode that was on the article and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's like a college it's like a high school yearbook."
1: Oh. Right. And and you know a lot of people are like, "Why are you guys why are you guys such supporters and sauce?" And well, that's because on Show 2, they took us by the hand and launched our show by showcasing us. They didn't have to do that. They didn't, they didn't have, have to, to do that, a phone, so, but they threw one. Dom if you're listening and oh, the rest man, of the team, that guy. thank you. Yeah. And you want to talk about loyalty? Yeah, you got it. You have our love and loyalty. That's what it's all about. Brothers got a hug. Oh, we got a hug with your hip
0: fan. Richard, what's up? Happen- all right, here we go. Everyone, it's time in. for the news. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, there's quite a few articles going out, going out and about. But uh, we're going to mention one and we're going to cover two. Okay. Because we got a long episode for you. And, uh, you know, all this stuff will always be linked at loreseekerspodcast.com on the episode page. So, we're going to mention this real quick. ESO is going to Germany. Cologne, Germany. I believe it's, it's Germany. Germany. Right? Germany. 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 Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, that was a wife text right, right in the middle of the show. Did you hear that? Uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, this is happening uh, from August 24th. Uh, let's see. When Saturday, August 24th from 1 PM to 7 PM EST. This is at the Herbrins Ironfeld, Herbenstab twenty one, colon Germany. Colon. Is it god colon? You. Like your body? Or colon. God bless you. Thank you. It's Germany. Cologne. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's
1: <Appreciate> cologne. It. <laughs> it's not colon. <laughs> oh. Oh, hard. oh my god, you are the epitome of slow. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. Oh, but man. damn, are you Midwestern? Oh, <laughs> whew. Got corn crap over here, okay. I love the Midwest. Don't get me wrong. Uh, no hate mail over that one.
0: <laughs> oh, good gracious! You're well. You are rad. Anyway, they're doing an ESO tavern. It re- it's returning to what? Cologne, Cologne, Germany. Uh, everything will be there, so you can go uh, check that out. But uh, anyway, so next up on the docket. On the docket, we've got explore elsewhere and play with us at QuakeCon 2019. It's coming to us from Uso Official. We're gonna kind of go through this together. All right, we're gonna kind of go this uh, a little on the fly, okay? And we'll get through the whole article, okay? Okay. All right. So uh, Zoss is returning to Dallas, and they're bringing quote the warm sands of elsewhere with them end
1: quote. Well, they already all you gotta do is walk outside, and you have the warm sands of Dallas. So, it's not too far of a journey. If I walk
0: outside, it's scorched grass and dirt. That's what I got right now. Yeah, walking uh, to
1: SoCal is the same
0: way. Yeah. Well, we've got a blanket of humidity. So, I don't know if you got that, but we got it. It's nauseous. Uh, so, anyway, enough for your weather. Now for sports. Uh, so, Zoss is happy to announce once again Elder Scrolls Online will be at QuakeCon, hosted in Dallas, Texas, from July 25th through the 28th. Now, they're going to be having an ESO panel. This is going to include ZeniMax Online Studios game director, Matt Byror. Shout out to that guy. Yay! And ESO's creative director, Rich Lambert. Shout out to you, Rich. you love. Uh, as they share a panel titled Building Tamriel, the Evolution of ESO. That's going to be good. It's going to be very, very good. Good. So they're also doing all kinds of other things. Uh, the panel will kick off in the Grapevine Ballroom. That's main stage, Saturday, July 27th at 3 p.m. EST. If you can't make it, don't worry. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash Bethesda. Make sure you've got your account linked up with the uh, with the old Bethesda there, and you'll receive the Flame Astronaut, Cinch Jaguar Pet and an Arabaros
1: <laughs> Ground Crate. It's a little circle thing, and this is
2: Yeah, one okay. of them. Okay. we'll get uh, you a plan. <laughs> if
0: you play on console, don't worry. it's log in the game. Kill a monster by the, uh, July 27th at uh, by 7 p.m. EST, and you'll receive the reward as well. So there is that. But wait. There's more. So you're going to come play, yes, so You can. I called it the Biok Hall, so that's just what I'm going to say from now on. And main exhibition hall. So if you want to hang out with the devs, play with the devs, you can do that. Uh, They're going to be doing uh, ESO Development Team play sessions. That's going to be happening on Friday, July 26th uh, until, was it, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. And then Saturday, July 27th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Time. And Sundas, that's Sunday if you didn't know, July 28th.
1: We have a lore lesson
0: on that. 1 one p.m. <laughs> two, 3 p.m. CT. They're also, this is the big one, a lot of people are stoked about. They're doing a dual tournament. 1 one dual tournament. Uh, running on July 25th from 8 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. CT. So that'll be happening at twitch.tv slash QuakeCon2.
1: If you have any questions, you can just ask Rich. He's in chat. Hi,
0: Rich! Oh, Rich! Good to see you. Good to see you, man. Uh, what else we got here? The traps will be on. This will be hosted at the Elenier private arena house. So it's, they've got all kinds of fun things planned for you. And, but wait, there's more if you order today. Today only. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you want to hang out with some of the community, you can do that. They're going to be having a community meetup as well. You can have, enjoy some food, some drink, and good company, because is good company, at uh, the community meetup. Uh, this year, they'll be hosting the event in the Yellow Rose Pavilion within the Gaylord Texan Resort and Convention Center on Saturday, Saturday night, July 27th at 6 p.m. CT. So, there is that. They're going to have signposts. I want to well. just
1: drive there just to do that. Just to
0: drive there? Should we yeah, talk about... Road um road trip it. Should we talk about the big trip
1: for 2020? Nope. Really? No, we're not there yet. We, you and I, have planning to do before oh, we announce
2: everything me. on the show. You're
1: killing me. You're killing me. We got. Oh. We have to talk about that stuff they before need we to put know in the glory that awaits. Yeah, we're gonna have lore seekers meet up sometime next year. There you go. Start planning. <laughs> start putting. Start mowing lawns, oh, my, people. <laughs> way to make it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> We got a plan. We got to like oh. solidify before we start inviting all a bunch right. of people to all my right. house. All right. Well, we'll we'll
0: uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about how we're going to E3 next year and inviting all of you to come along with us later time. Okay? Oh
1: my God, you are right. a bag of douches.
0: All right. So we're we're, uh, we're we may not be meeting up and taking pictures and having drinks and having a good time. But hey, we'll talk about that another time. So uh, can, he does this. He does can, this. You can do. We can talk about that later. But. uh. Can't wait to see California. All right, so anyway, Elsewhere Recharge Lounge. If you need a break from the QuakeCon floor, you can visit the Elsewhere Recharge Lounge. I I love this. Uh, For some Khajiiti-themed relief, ESO's development community teams will
2: be... Bump the frickin' breaks!
1: You what? (laughs) There are so many adult-themed things that I want to say right now that I just... Here, so I'll just do this for everybody. That was all the things that I wanted to say. (laughs) Based on a (laughs) Khajiit-themed comfort event. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Moons have mercy. (laughs) Rich, whose idea was that? (laughs) (laughs) That
0: is epic. Uh, Well, this is, you know, Zoss. One thing I love about Zoss is they support good causes, and they're bringing that back as well. In addition to all the fun above, you'll be able to show your support for two great causes as awesome and Bethesda sponsor both the Dallas Pets Alive and Stack Up charities, you can look out for more info for that in the future. I love it.
1: Obviously, the uh, the pet charity is is to benefit pets, and then Stack Up is um, a gaming website that supports veterans. So that's good stuff. Very cool that's good stuff. And uh,
0: ESO at QuakeCon Europe, that's coming as well. Uh, be uh, they'll be making appearance there from July 26th through the 27th. There's going to be all kinds of other more detail, more details on that later. But uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. That wraps up that one. Yeah, we're kind of going through this on the fly. Sorry, new job, first week, kind of crazy. Buckle up. We don't need Keep all need arms your and legs excuses. inside the vehicle at all time. We
1: just need the news. We
0: just need the news. <laughs> we just need you to talk, okay? That's
1: right. All
0: right, so anyway, finally, I saw this come across the wire. This is literally breaking news for the show. I had zero time to prep. For it so we're kind of experiences together i've yet to read this article i have absolutely no idea what i'm going to see but i know this it has something in the headline that makes me super freaking excited battle deadly vampires <laughs> oh, gosh. and stuff terrible ritual and moon grave fame. good sweet moons all right Mm-hmm. It's coming to us from ESOOfficial.com. All right, so, quote, confront the vampire. We're going to go through this 100%. Here we go. Let's just go top to bottom. Top to tippity top. Confront the vampires of Hollow Clan before they drain the life from a captured dragon in Moon Grave Bane, a new four player dungeon coming with the Scalebreaker DLC game pack. Oh my gosh. All right, so uh, we got a dragon felled. So, quote, deep within the ruins of an abandoned Kajiti temple. The Hollowfang Clan has struck down a dragon from the sky and now holds it captive. However, instead of destroying the massive beast, the clan, joined by a former member of the Dragon Guard, has other more nefarious plans for the monster.
1: Mm, that just sparks my lore interest because we will, my friends, in the future, in the very near future, be doing a lore lesson on the Dragon Guard. Yep, that's it. All done. Go ahead, Gyps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have these little Tourette's outburst moments, and that was one of those times.
2: It's not a big uh, deal,
1: man. okay? It's it's an issue. <laughs> Sometimes medication doesn't no. fully cover it. Now I'm on the clock. I've been
0: told by a certain slash alert, don't butcher it. All right, here we go. Did so, you see what I
1: wrote? No, what'd you write? I wrote, too late, he could butcher a kid's book. So there was that going on behind the scenes while you were saying all the stuff. Just keep going, though. You're doing great hope you piss your pants back. Wink.
0: Quote, this dragon card vampire, Grundwolf, is convinced that he can drink the blood of the dragon. Sa- mm, Rich, come on. Sorotnax. Sa- Ra-
1: <laughs> that would be... S- oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Samsonite. Way awesome. <laughs> Sorotnax. S- <laughs> there you go. That one. <laughs> Damn <laughs> you, lore makers. Mm, Sorotnax.
0: That's like Latin to me. Uh, and absorb his power. Mike Finnegan says, quote, realizing the folly of this endeavor and the implications should Grunwolf succeed, his fellow Dragon Guard Chevalier, Ren- Renald, has I should just said Reynold, I'm sorry, has ventured to the fane to stop his friend. End quote. Uh, good job pre
1: reading all, right. all this, by the way. Solid I told you
0: this is one hundred percent. On the fly. We're doing this top to bottom. All right. hope to save his brother. It's
1: okay. Just have another sip of whiskey. You'll be fine.
0: All right. I need water. Water. Uh, hoping to save his brother in arms before he dooms himself. Reynolds has recruited you and your team to enter Moon Grave Fane. Confront the vampires and put a stop to the terrible ritual before it's too late. Did your room fall apart there? Did Did someone fall?
1: That's people that don't stream on Twitch. <laughs> All right. I like looked I looked back at my wife standing in the door with these wide eyes and she goes, Do you want me to close the door? And I was like I looked at her and I went yes <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love this dude. Oh my gosh. It's just too much fun.
0: Oh this is this is a fun one. Alright, so of course getting to Grunwolf and his captured dragon won't be easy as you delve into this new dungeon. You'll quickly discover that the ancient temple is guarded by deadly hollow fang vampires and oh, vicious beasts. Daunting challenges for any would be invaders. This image I I have to we have to talk about this. Oh my gosh. This yeah. vampire sorcerer that armor. Look at that armor.
1: On which one? On oh. the On the caster? The
0: the caster. Yeah. This is it's- like you know what it's this good. calls me back to? This calls me back to, um, and for those of you who can't see it, it's got this like this really dark blood red uh, color to it, and then it's got this dark black and gray with gold inlets, uh, just armor pieces over the top. This reminds me of, what was the expansion in Skyrim? What was the name of the vampire expansion? Uh, we're, man, we're pulling out all kinds of oldies
1: today. Yeah, you're putting everybody on the spot. Oh, today. man. I my got it in my head, and I just can't remember it.
2: Samson, here it comes.
1: It's coming. Here it comes. Wait for here the comes. Twitch delay. Wait for here the Twitch. For
0: here the twitch. we go. <laughs> Dragon guard. Dragon guard. Don guard. Yeah. All right. So yeah, don guard. Uh, <laughs> love our chat. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: awesome. The ultimate um, rescuers. Yeah. No kidding. Saving us one post at a time. Saving you because you're set. You set yourself up. You open the door for disaster. Yeah. And your chat saves you.
0: The chat. Thank you, chat. You're my lifesaver. Um, so anyway, Dawnguard totally has that vibe. This these these uh, Gosh, it's just the still. The the color scheme really is what kind of pulls me in that direction. I don't know how else to describe it except it looks very ominous, very mysterious, and very dark feeling. And that was the vibe that you got from Dawnguard back in Skyrim. So anyway, that looks... Mm, so good. All right. So in addition to the defenders, uh, to its defenders, Moongrave Fane also features some engaging new puzzle elements, sliding stones. And we did mention this last week. Quote, Moongrave's sliding stones are a unique puzzle mechanic we developed for the dungeon, but they are f- far more than just a door opening mechanism. Good old f- <laughs> F.U. Finn has to say. <laughs> F.U. Finn! You can move these massive ornate blocks around the dungeon by striking them. And you'll need to move them around the map if you are to progress. However, as you dive deeper into Moongrey Fane, you will find additional uses for these ancient relics. Goes on to say, quote, because they have a weight and collision, they can be used in boss fights as well. What? I didn't
1: know that. Wow. maybe to ooh, Does it say how? Maybe to block the boss? I'm kind of intrigued. Damn. Kind of intrigued. Do we have they a full-on are... party going on here in the tavern? I'm just letting you know.
0: Do we really? I have it off screen. It's uh, awesome. for those And just to update you all again, I, don't, I think we mentioned it earlier, We're Volume 5, we're getting back to the classics of Lord Seekers, and right now we're in a tavern in, in the game where you can literally find Cash and I doing the show. So We might all as well just the
1: tell them where we're at. We're in Cold Harbor. Come find us.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You are not kidding. Look at that party. No,
1: I'm not. I'm going to shout it out again. Let me see. Who do you have here? Uh, Nihilistique is here. Talkative Milk is here. Brax is here. Who else? Who am I missing? Doc Brandroid's still here. Oh, look, Jibs is here. There's ghosts here. It's just fun. This is just fun. I'm like going back and forth like this with my drink. Okay, go ahead and continue with the news. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Because they have weight and collision, they can be
0: used in boss fights as well. We said that. They are one more layer of interactivity. Is that a... When
1: did that begin? When did interactivity become a word? That's good. Uh, we provide. Just a, now. It was just made up. Just now. Okay. We provide for players oh to God. make an
0: impact <laughs> in the dungeon Dear and fight God. spaces. <laughs> oh, man. So the dragons. Mm, I'm going to call them Nax for short. Despises okay. Grunwolf. And so in this fight, players are able to manipulate that relationship to their advantage. Finnegan goes on to say, quote, I want to remain a bit vague to avoid spoiling things, but this battle highlights how the team really tries to blend story and mechanics together. Oh yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I think we talked about it last week, but this is going to be a situation where there are going to be mechanics assigned to be, especially in vet. You get to the vet iterations of this particular dungeon, and there are going to be maybe a little more poignant assignments to some of the some of the uh, players that are going through it so which i like i really like having certain mechanics assigned to certain people i love to see people watching videos going through it figuring it out on their own reading guides trying to figure out like in that first two weeks how to get through this now granted by the time it launches most people have already been through pts so or a lot of people have been through pts so people have an idea of how to get through them but with these additional mechanics, it adds a new layer to this particular dungeon that people are going to have to navigate and get creative with. I agree. So yeah. I, I really, really like that. And just watching in the ESO live when they went through this dungeon and how those things move, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. So this will be a fun one. Absolutely. I love when envelopes are pushed, so I want to see this. Uh, all right, so they, you know it wouldn't be a new dungeon if we didn't get new gear, and uh, that's officially a thing. So they say, quote, As you progress through Moon Grey Fane, you can loot three powerful new gear sets from bosses, chests, and rarely random drops. This includes the cars Dra-Zak- Claws Medium Set, which can greatly boost your damage if you have a build that utilizes bleeds. Oh, dude, this could be our Bobo. Check this thing out. All right. So, Drazikar's claws. Two piece. First off, this looks good. Is that what that caster was wearing? Is this going to be a motif mm, style?
1: I don't know. Well, this is the medium set, so I don't know. It's going to be something called something different. It's not going to be Drazikar's.
0: Maybe Rich can give us a confirmation. Is this.
1: I'm sure this, he's going to leak something right here in I'm, our show. Anytime you want to talk out, Rich, just feel free to let it fly. (laughs) You just just feel free to leak anything you like. (laughs) Because leaks are a big thing right now. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, Uh -oh, Jim, Virtual nut kick. Two
0: two pieces uh, over 1,400 physical pen. Three pieces... 833 weapon crit.
2: Spoiler. Four pieces,
0: 129 stamina recovery, and for five pieces, for every bleed effect you have on an enemy, increase your weapon damage by 200 against them.
1: Ooh. For every bleed effect. I wonder how stackable that is.
0: I may replace, this is kind of crazy talk, but I kind of want to try the idea of replacing fortified brass on that PvP set with this combine that with marksman that could be well fun. yeah but
1: you're not gaining any resistances with this you're just i gaining, know you're gaining you 100% all glass offensive cannon. with this yeah you would be all in on offense but so um, glass cannon yeah but you know if somebody gets within 25 yards you're gonna have to freaking dodge roll, dodge roll dodge roll dodge roll get away so,
0: sounds player testable <laughs> oh gosh yeah.
1: that's good pts uh, what's pts what, I, I don't good- know of yeah. these
0: things. What's that mean? <laughs> uh, of course, you can always earn new furnishings, acquire monster mask by defe- defeating the final boss on vet difficulty. Finally, oh man, yes. I saw this on stream. Yes, I was waiting for this. If you earn the Gray Fane Challenger achievement, you receive the Undaunted Porter Scamp Pet. Tell
1: them what this thing is. It is a wire chomper, for sure. Like that, when we have like problems with the cast that's why right there <laughs> i <laughs> love it he has a backpack on him this it's a, a
0: scamp with a backpack
1: he's got a little backpack on him he's got furry shoulders he looks almost looks like he's wearing like an old man hairy chest sweater yeah, he could um, he could
0: rock some nair maybe on that
1: he could that's so weird that you know what that is but whatever it's all right you he's were mentioning it on our game super hairy arms i was not i don't do that um <laughs> He's got hairy legs and he's a gnarly looking scamp. Oh. I got, you know what's funny is like I'm looking yeah. at this picture and I'm trying to like click and turn and click and turn. So he turns around. I want to see that backpack. But yeah, he I mean he looks like he's like a legitimate little companion that has a backpack and is going to carry all your Combine I mean, that no, with
0: the Combine that with the dungeon or treasure hunter personality and the... Mm. What was that? the out, I forget the outfit name. I know you have it. You and I both have it. The treasure hunter's outfit. The tre- treasure hunter? Is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, treasure hunter outfit. Yeah. The go. only
1: downside to this little dude is that I'm going to have to put away my Sphinx cat to bring him out.
0: Chat says he carries our burdens. I like, I like this. He right? does.
1: And he chomps <laughs> our Scamp. wires. And he chomps Although we haven't... His... Oh, knock on wood. Yeah, we haven't had any w- chomped wires in weeks. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing real, yeah. real nice. We're doing real
0: fun. <laughs> Twitch fine is right super now.
2: stable
1: right now, which makes
2: us real, really happy. Real fun.
1: <laughs> but
0: uh, anyway, so that's it for the news. Hope you enjoyed it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to bring back the classic, classic segment. It's become a classic because everyone likes it. Welcome to Dungeon Lore.
1: A few weeks ago, my friends, we talked dungeon lore. Banish Cells 1. I know you know this. Don't worry, we're going to get to the harder ones, but it's going to take a little time to get there, because there's a crap ton of dungeons. But Banish Cells 2 is what we're on right now. Is it hard? Meh. Nope. (laughs) It's super easy, but I still (laughs) dig the story in Banish Cells 1 and Banish Cells 2, where we're dealing with He's kind of a douche. Hi, mm-hmm. Ken Lord Relis. He's kind of a douche, but uh, he's back.
2: Is he slain? <laughs> oh, you think you've won.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right after we crushed his soul. Yeah. Anyway, Banner cells to our loading screen text. Yes, this is the time where you're going to pee or refill your drink. Next time, sit in your chair and read the loading screen text, because it's pretty cool. The High Elves live long lives and have a talent for magic. Sometimes an Altmer's pursuit of magical power leads to tampering with forbidden knowledge and illicit dealings with evil Daedra. It was to confine such trespassers that the banished cells were created. Now, the banished cells are found in the region of northern Auradon, and the quest you're going to get is called The Plan. Return to the Banished Cells and free its keepers from Daedric Servitude. So when we left off the Banished Cells 1, it continues in Banished Cells 2, where High Lord Relis was imprisoned in the dungeon. You did that. Now he's yeah. enlisted new servants in his quest to escape the prison and plague all of Tamriel. Yeah. So the very keepers, like your allies, that vowed to keep the High Lord imprisoned forever, made a pact with the Daedra in order to retain the power to do so. Deal with the devil. Yes. There's a lot of that going on in Tamriel. So you've been enlisted by Keeper Syrian, the only cor- uncorrupted keeper... He's like the only dude, the last bastion. You've been enlisted by him to destroy Relissa's Binding Stones so he can return to Nern, and finally be smited by you and your companions. So, in the dungeon, you are going to experience various skeletons. Easy. Dremora! The Zivilai, Flame Atronox, Dark Bainkin, Dark Clan Fear, Dark Twilight... The elite enemies that you're going to hit are the Clan Fear, which remain right after the Slowed. In my hatred for things in Elder Scrolls Online, I <laughs> well, you don't want to have a non-combat fear. pet of a baby no, Slowed. No, no, not would a you slowed. kill a baby Slowed? Yeah, I would.
2: A Dude, helpless not little like slowed. No, they're a not like they're child a child. That's not, a
1: Slowed. It's not like they're in a little <laughs> in a little cradle with a mobile above them, just going goo, goo, ga, ga. It's not that way. They're foaming at the mouth with poisons? Yes, you want to murder them as quickly as possible. But clan fear are another thing. Clan fear, you got to time it just right to freaking dodge roll those SOBs. Otherwise, you're knocked clean on your butt. it's a pain in the butt. Anyway. Many bosses you're going to encounter in Banished 2 are Keeper Araldor. Araldor! He's a corrupted (laughs) keeper.
2: Keeper Varanil!
1: <laughs> oh my oh, stay your tongue, stay your tongue. Uh <laughs> keeper varanals, another corrupted keeper. Uh, who else we got? Sister Vera, Sister She or Sister Sina are a pair of harvesters. Ooh. Goodness. I know that totally sound hot. Damn. I mean, the bosses I'm- that you're gonna get is the Maw of the Infernal, a giant Daedroth. Keeper Emeril, another corrupted keeper. And of course, Hykin Lord Rilis. In his Daedra foam, he sounds douchey. There, <laughs> anyway, there you go. <laughs> is going to talk about gear sets and achievements.
0: Oh, well, it's not ESO without gear sets. And as I've said in the past, there is not a bad gear set. Or, wait. There's some gear sets better than others. <laughs> I forgot what I used to say. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to Volume 5, everybody. All right. So, first up, we got Sanctuary Light Armor. Two pieces adds up to 1,200 maximum health. Uh, with three pieces, 4% healing, take, healing taken. Four pieces up to 10, 1,096 max magica. And five pieces increases your healing received by 12% for you. And up to 11 group members within 11 meters of you. Are you sure that's... Yeah, okay. Uh, jailbreaker. I'm pretty sure
1: I cut and pasted this part. So, yeah, okay. it's accurate. All right, just,
0: you know, just wanted to throw that out there. Throw that bone. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we got Jailbreaker. Now, we've brought this up numerous times. Jailbreaker is used a lot in farming. If you're just going around farming chests, well, that's all school. Especially if you're a Bosmer, get that little dodge roll and then uh, take off. You're in good shape. So, two items... Up to 1,096 max Stam. Three items, 129 Stam recovery. Four items, Stam recovery, same amount. And five items gain minor expedition at all times, increasing your movement speed by 10%. That's also good in PvP for uh, for an entry level set, mainly for objective based. Real nice
1: and PvP. Nice and
0: real, real PvP. Okay, all right. Tormentor. That's our heavy armor. Two items. 1200 max health then we got three items four percent healing taken uh four items four percent healing taken and five items when you deal damage with a charge ability you gain good gracious 3600 physical and spell resistance and taunt the enemy to attack you for 15 seconds now for the monster sets you've got maw of the infernal one piece is 1200 max health and two pieces here's the kicker when you deal damage with a light or heavy attack, you gain a ten percent chance to summon a fire breathing deadroth for fifteen seconds. The Deodroth's basic attacks deal up to forty two hundred flame damage. It's going occur every fifteen seconds. You know, I've seen people use that set in PvP battlegrounds. Yeah.
1: It's not a bad it's not a bad set for tanks. No. You get the max health and you get a little bit of damage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you don't yeah. see it that often, but it's definitely present. So uh, next we got the, uh, achievements. Well, if you want to get, uh, if you're an achievement hunter, which we, man, we really gotta, we gotta talk off air about this, uh, about this, this dungeon group for you and I. We gotta, we gotta get the chitty chats on, cause I want these achievements. And I don't, I'm not quite sure that we have all of Banish Cells. <laughs> so.
1: whoops, wrong wow. one. Whoa. That was the wrong one.
0: Wow. Hang on. What? One. I just, it's this rookie hour? What Dang is this? it! <laughs> <laughs> I
1: right, wanted so, it to say, say when. Yeah, evidently, <laughs> it didn't save on my soundboard. So.
0: <laughs> well, you're good. Could you go. you Welcome that? to the podcast. Hey, that? my I name hope. is Jibs. I don't know if you've ever done this before, but I'm really happy
1: to have you on my team.
0: All right, so next we got Banished Cells 2 Vanquish. Oh, <laughs> I
1: have a thumb you could sit on.
0: <laughs> Defeat. Keeper. Ar- yeah, that one. Ardell. Ar- Ardell. Uh, the Maw of the Infernal. Man, this really is old school because I am just having the hardest time tonight trying to uh, pronunciate this stuff. Maw of the Infernal. function
1: as a human?
0: Varanil, Emeril, Sister S- 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 Sina, Vera, and High Kinlord Rillis kill all of them in Banish Cells 2. Next, you get the uh, Banish Cells 2 Conqueror, defeat the Maw of Infernal. Uh, Emeril, Kinlord. I don't want to look at chat. You're laughing. Uh, Rillis and Vet. Banished Cells 2. Next we got Cursed Hero and Vet Banish Cells 2. You defeat High Kinlord Rillis while three or more Deidroth still live. Rillis, Dremora, Slayer. Now I know there's something being said. Defeat 300 dramora and Vet Banish Cells 2. And then you got uh, Vet Bonebreaker 2. Defeat 120 Skeletons and banish Cells 2. banish Cells 2 Survivor. You uh, defeat all of them on Vet. And there's that. Banish Cells 2. Uh, without suffering a group member death. No death run? Okay, that's your no death run. Okay, sorry, I got a little confused there in the wording. And then you got Banished Cells 2 Assassin. That is your speed run. Timer starts upon engaging the first group of banished skeletons. Get everything done within 20 minutes.
1: Do it. You know you want to.
0: And there you go. That is Dungeon Lore.
1: That's Banish Cells too, and I will say this: Banish Cells one pops up more than any other dungeon that I ever go in.
0: So it really does. It is.
1: It's now. It's more like a. It's a laughable when we get in there because we it's can fun. almost verbatim say exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly what they say. And oh, it's, you
2: think so, you've won? Oh, you think you've
1: won? It's like, <laughs> dickhead. We yeah. just stomped your dick into the ground. <laughs> we know we won. It's a good time. So there's that. Oh, there sorry. That. Here's this. There you go. Okay, got it. Good. All right. Well, <laughs> we
0: hope you, we hope you, we, well, we hope you enjoy dungeon lore and all the good things. But now's the part where we learn about more lore. It's
1: time for that lore lesson. 65 freaking lore lessons. Holy moly. It's a lot. It's a lot of lore. It's a lot of lore. And um, I have learned a ton of which at least 50% I have forgotten. <laughs> so there's that. We need to do like a lore lesson midterm and a lore lesson final. <laughs>
0: we we get <good> an F.
1: <laughs> you might get an F. I might get maybe like a C+. C's, right get up degrees. in that
0: realm Don't forget that chat
1: C's get degrees you're welcome Yeah that's right a P for pass That's all P I for. need is a P for pass <laughs> That was my uh, That was my number one rule In paramedic school I don't Let's care do about scores a, I want a P a for P? pass <laughs> Aren't you glad to know that I'm out there taking care of the public High standards <laughs> Man I'm glad you're saving lives <laughs> I actually did very well in paramedic school, so I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, I bet you did. All right, lore lesson number 65. uh, We are continuing our series on the different eras, and this week we're covering the second era, and this era is very special. Second era, known as the Common Era in Tamriel, began on the first of Morningstar by Decree of the Potentate Versidue Shai, and I will have you know... The second era is when the Elder Scrolls Online takes place. It's a very special mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And as I make my font bigger, because of my old eyes. Need some reading glasses? Yes.
0: Hey, if you're going to get glasses, get some thick black ones like me. Then we could be twins.
1: Because that's not creepy AS. We're going to go ahead and keep you quiet during my lore lesson. Anyway, okay. this new era was marked with the demise <laughs> of the Remen Dynasty and Versa Dushai's official leadership of the Second Empire. Versidu Shai was a prominent Akaviri potentate of the late first era. And he assumed the imperial throne after the death of the III at the hands of the ding, Morag Tong. That's right. Morag Tong killed him and he became the successor of Reman III. Versidu Shai would be assassinated himself, apparently, reportedly, by the Morag Tong in, very interestingly... The city of Sinchal and elsewhere. Southern elsewhere. The assassin drew the name of the Morag Tong on the wall in the blood of Versadushai. That's a little gnarly. So a little fun fact here. In the second era, year 321, Shai passed the Guild Act, which would pave the way for the Fighters Guild to protect the merchants and vassals from bandits and outlaws. In lieu of a standing army As part of this guild act The mages guild would also Be legally recognized Okay The second century And when I say the second century I mean the second era Anything past year 100 to 200 Is considered the second century It's kind of how this how these, uh, The timeline reads In uh-huh. the second era year 184 A dragon Laid waste to Winterhold in Eastmarch. This dragon called Grockendrog was hunted and killed by the Dragon Guard in the Jiral Mountains. Yes, I said we are going to cover the Dragon Guard. Super intriguing. hmm. The Dragon Guard, originating centuries before the time of the Akaviri, continued to hunt dragons during the late first era. They eventually invaded Tamriel to continue their crusade, most notably in the regions of Morrowind and Skyrim. That's the Dragon Guard, not the dragons. Okay, 3rd century. Year 2, or the 2nd era, year 230, the first Mages Guild is formed in first hold by former Psijic Order member Vanis Galarian. It was also during this time that the story of Elder Scrolls Online's Somerset chapter takes place. Including the events involving the Psijic Order's Right Master Eachesis. So this is, the, this is what led up to... It's Achesis. Achesis. This is what led up to our Somerset. Soon after these events, the entire island of, Ar- of Art disappears. Arteum disappears from the face of Nern. In the second era, year 231, a knight's order by the name of the Order of the Lamp is formed to protect the interests of the Mages Guild. That one I had no idea about. And that sounds like an entire lore lore lesson itself is the protective branch of the Mages Guild, which is really cool. Not like they needed any protection anyway. Yeah,
0: they're uh, mentioned in the Tales of Tamriel books. Oh, that is sexy.
1: I might have to go back to that. Okay. Second era, year 283, an imperial expedition to the ruins of the lost alien city of Garlus Malatar discovers its hidden location. A lot of this should sound familiar, because most of this is in Elder Scrolls Online. The expedition uh, constructs Fort, uh, Fort Mistwatch to serve as a base of operations, while they plunder the ancient location. The Guardians of the Wrathstone would capture and forcibly convert all expeditionary members into meridian purified, then seal the location again for another 300 years. And there may or may not be a dungeon that tells the story. It's called The Depths of
2: Malatar. Okay, thanks. Go play it. It's really fun. Really good.
1: Do it on vet, And then you can say, F you fin.
0: That's a true statement. It's it is awful. a true statement. <laughs> that first poll is like where gray hair is made. That's
1: right. The fourth century in the second era, year 309, the elsewhere confederacy is a Now, what does this mean? The rulers of an and Pelatine, which respectively are Kiergo and Ishita, will marry. And their respective kingdoms are combined to create the province of Elsewhere. Also during this year, the Rithar Ridata becomes the main of Elsewhere and reveals the Riddlethar Epiphany at the Raqua Temple soon afterward. Don't worry. I'm going to tell you what that is. Wait, there's more. Fun fact. The Riddlethar Epiphany was a revelation described as a key event in modern day Khajiiti theology which helped to restore peace in the region by dividing the ruling power in accordance to the phases of the two moons so this epiphany was set by uh, Ritharidata and he basically told everybody this was this this came out of his mouth and people just took it and said "That, that sounds good We need direction because the North and the South were battling so readily that the Riddlethar Epiphany basically said, you, the North, can hold power during this certain moon cycle and the South can hold power during this certain moon cycle or these certain moon cycles. And that helped to bring peace in between the North and the South. Okay, moving on. The second era, year 358. The first written record of the Dark Brotherhood is discovered beneath the floorboards of an abandoned house in the Nordic village of Jalenheim. This one piqued my interest. Although the Dark Brotherhood was thought to have existed well before this date, this rare piece of evidence denotes the war between the Morag Tong and the Brotherhood. Just two years later, the journals of Queen Almahera of Hagath are discovered, referencing the earliest known enlistment of the Dark Brotherhood's services. Oh, man, that's good. That happened right before the timeline of ESO. Remember I talked about how short the history of the Brotherhood actually is. Yeah. This is why. This is the start. Okay, the fifth century of the second era, in year uh, uh, second era year four eighteen, Abner Tharn is born.
0: What? That's mm. douchey. I think we yeah you're right. I think we could. I think we could have done
1: with uh out, without Abner. <gasps> say we wouldn't have elsewhere. We wouldn't have this chapter, bro. Okay.
0: Alright, alright,
1: that's me, touche Second era, year 428 The Order of the Silver Dawn A faction dedicated to the hunting and extermination of werewolves and the followers of her scene is founded in response to the curse of the Crimson Moon This is the werewolf crisis that took place in High Rock The Order was established by Adeliza Silveraxe after her son is inflicted with lycanthropy That's werewolfism. Again, don't pay for it. You know, the scrolls online. Some nice person will give it to you. For free? That's right. Okay, in the second era, year 430, the second empire, also known as the Cyrodiilic Empire, ends with the assassination of potentate Savrian Chorak and all of his heirs. Like, we ain't going after you. We's just going after your whole family. In turn, Orsinium... Will lose its status as an official imperial territory, and right afterwards, the Douchey Bretons and the rolling over red guards sack Orsinium. Roll, rolling over red. The rolling over red guards sounds like a Canadian football team. That's. Oh, we're sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. We have a lot of Canadian friends. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, we do. We saying. love them. We love. We our love Canadian them. Friends. They're way nicer than we are. Anyway. A. Hey. hey take off. Okay, fun fact. In response to the fall of the Second Empire, the Order of the Hour would be reestablished in Kavach, under Kavor Marula, a warrior priest of Akatosh. The Order of the Hour is the military branch of the Akatosh Chantry charged with its protection. Now, I am playing a Magicka Templar right now. This absolutely... Piqued my interest. I was like, "Ooh!" I almost forgot about the Order of the Hour, which is who, as you as playing as a member of the Dark Brotherhood in that DLC, you are at odds with the Order of the Hour. Very interesting faction.
0: Interesting stuff.
1: It is in the second era, year four sixty five. Abner Tharn would become the Chancellor of the Elder Council the foremost administrative body in the Cyrodiilic government. This council convenes at the elder council chambers in the lower floors of the Imperial palace in the Imperial city. That is until the dager take over the Imperial tower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> things are going to happen. And in elder scrolls online, you're going to get to experience exactly what happened, but yeah. Yeah. So Stuff happens. that's right. Okay. The sixth century. The second era year 521 Emric The future king of Wayrest And the leader of the (laughs) Daggerfall Covenant Is born to Pierrick Of Cumberland Does the the covenant give you asthma? Yeah apparently (laughs) Came in in the hat and Uh, In the second era year 536 Varen Aquilarios The future Emperor of the empire of Cyrodiil is born in the second era, year five forty one, the Reachmen, a tribal group inhabiting the Reach in southwestern Skyrim, invade the Bretons of High Rock under the order of Drukarak the Black Drake, the sitting emperor of the Emperor of, Cyrodi- of the Empire of Cyrodiil, and the leader of the Longhouse Emperors. Now, who is all? Who are all those people? Fun fact: the Longhouse Emperors were a dynasty of Reachmen who took control of the Ruby Throne and held power in Cyrodiil for several decades during the Interregnum. The Interregnum, if you remember, is the period between the end of the Second Empire and the proclamation of the Third Empire by Tiber Septim. During this time, the Empire of Cyrodiil had existed by name only and was confined to the region of Cyrodiil alone. It did not cross its borders. Continuing in the Second Empire or Second Era, year 542, the First Daggerfall Covenant is formed as the kings of Daggerfall, Camlorn, Shornhelm, Evermore, and Wayrest claim victory over Dukorak the Black Drake, the leader of the Reachmen. In the second year, uh, second era year 546, Jeroen, the future uh, king of Skyrim and leader of the Ebonheart Pact, is born in Wild- Windhelm. Second I love that guy. era, year 546. What'd you say? I, said, I love that guy. <laughs> Traitor. Second era, year 555. Everybody, pause for effect. Is there anything we could do that sounds like angels singing in the background?
2: That's what she said.
1: No, that's not the one. (laughs) (laughs) The second ear in 555. A-Ren, the future queen of Eleanor and the leader of the old Mary Dominion, is born on Somerset Isle. A.K.A. gorgeous. I love you, Kate. I really, really do. Anyway. Second era year 559, the War of Two Houses takes place between House Halalu and House Drez, south of Narsus. Halalu would emerge as the victors over House Drez. A uh, little, little bit later on, second era year 560, this is when the Manhattan Flu makes its debut in Stormhold, causing numerous deaths. At first they didn't know what it was. The Argonians, who were strangely immune to the flu, were blamed, of course, because many thought they're the ones that introduced the flu to Tamriel. The Manhattan flu would continue to rage Tamriel until the second era, year 603. So if you look at the timeline of ESO, there are parts of Elder Scrolls Online that are still experiencing the Manhattan flu. It's not quite gone yet. Second era, year 563. This is when the fated crimson ship sets sail from Black Marsh on 9th of First Seed. The ship was filled with the last of the Cothringi race. They were fleeing the devastation caused by the Manhattan Flu, but they were turned away at every single port which they attempted to land. Eventually, their ship, which was adrift off the coast of Hammerfell, which was the last place that they were turned away from, was discovered by a pirate ship. And no survivors of the Kothringi were found on board. They were all dead. That
0: is so incredibly sad every time I hear that story.
1: Yes. And uh, this actually precipitated a holiday in Hammerfell, and I can't remember the name of it. Anyway. The Day of Shame. I think it's called the Day of Shame, which was... um, because the Red Guard felt bad for turning him away yeah, when they knew they could I'll help him. Yeah, I think it's a day of shame. Okay, during the same year, uh, secondary year 563, King Emric is crowned in Wayrest. He is hoisted into power after nah- the Nahattan flu, kills the entire Gardner royal family, which preceded his royalty. They Whoa. previously held power in the region. The whole family died. And Emmerich went, "Hell's yeah! <laughs> Guess what just happened? I just stepped up on the podium. Damn! Game Game of Thrones, you broke. I just stepped all up on this podium. <laughs> so it didn't go. Oh. It didn't go down like that. It was way more serious, and it was really sad. So. Oh,
0: thank you, because I really thought he. That's the way the laws. Right that's the way the think.
1: Tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, second era year five hundred sixty six as retaliation for King Emric refusing to lend his daughter's hand in marriage to King Ransa A surprise siege against Wayrest is launched. The conflict was called Rancer's War. Ranser was an old dude. King Emric's daughter was a young girl. Not only would I have told Ranser to stuff it, I probably would have split his lip. Which probably would have been a little bit worse for the kingdom. <laughs> Just saying. I don't That's blame Emmerich for saying, hell no, she won't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second era, year 567. The Daggerfall Covenant is formed after the conclusion of Rancer's war combining the provinces of High Rock, Hammerfell, and the Orcs of Orsinium. A very, very unlikely union of three different races, right? You got the Bretons, the Red Guard, who just got done sacking Orsinium, and now they're joining the Orcs. Why would you say that would happen? Because King Emmerich would allow the orcs to reestablish their home in Orsinium and have legitimacy as a community again. Mm-hmm. And for that, the orcs said, maybe it's worth it. And the, Sign me up, boss. And the other thing is that they had a region to defend. Yeah. Because then you had the Ebonheart Pact and the Aldmeri Dominion causing a regional war. So, yeah, I kind of get that. It makes a lot of sense to me. Second era, year 572, Jeroon, the Scald King, is crowned High King of Skyrim. God, I love this lore. And subsequently forms the Ebonheart Pact. I
2: don't love the Ebonheart Pact.
1: But it unites what? the provinces of Morrowind, Skyrim, and Black Marsh. Another unlikely union. To provide mutual defenses against the Aldmeri Dominion and the Daggerfall Covenant.
0: You really don't like the Ebonheart Pact? Eh, more of an Aldmeri guy, but... We those are, those are mean, kind of
1: fighting words. Bro, this is. We're I quite mean, a few episodes in at this point. <laughs> Everybody knows we support Evan Hart Pact. Or, whoa! I mean, All Mary Dominion. But, um, yeah, so there's that going on, that whole thing. I don't know, I kind of get it, but yeah, don't worry. We'll probably be expanding and then we'll. Yeah. We'll represent all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a big game with a lot of different people that have a lot of different beliefs. We love we love them all. Okay. Second era, year 576. Euraxia Thon, Abner Thorn's half-sister, and her imperial forces forcibly overtake the city of Rimen, killing the Khajiitian royal family of King Hemakar. Euraxia crowns herself the queen of Rimen. This is second era... 576. Yes, playing elsewhere, this might sound familiar. Second era, year 577. Newly crowned Emperor Varen Aquilarios and his five companions embark on an epic quest to retweet to the Amulet <laughs> of Kings. <laughs> They're gonna retweave it, you guys. It's Elm of <laughs> Fudd, we're hunting rabbits. <laughs> anyway. If that story doesn't sound very familiar to you, you are probably newer to ESO, which is awesome. Do the main storyline. It's really cool. All right. Very shortly after that, the five companions have already embarked looking for the Amulet of Kings. They may or may not have found it. In the second era year 578, the Soul Burst occurs... After Man Marco one of the five companions, betrays Varan Aquilarios in his attempt to use the Amulet of Kings to become Dragonborn. There's a long storyline about that one. Fun fact. That is a long storyline. Yeah. What was the Soulburst? Soulburst was a massive explosion of magical energy which breached the veil in between Oblivion and Nern. Allowing the infiltration of Molag Ball and his dark anchors and all the Daedra that are currently in Tamriel during your playtime in Elder Scrolls Online, go vanquish them. Second area, year 579. After Varen Aquilarios disappears following the soul burst, he kind of ran away with his tail between his legs, going, Damn, that was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Varen Aquilarios's wife, Clivia Tharn, takes the Imperial Throne as the Empress Regent. And that is also manifested in a dungeon in the Elder Scrolls Online.
0: And that dungeon, White Gold Tower, is one of the first ones where you will truly experience the
1: difficulty in the SO dungeons. You will. And I have to do this for one of our very, very favorite listeners and community members and officers and lore seekers. The scroll is mine! She'll enjoy that on her drive. It's, on her it's kind of odd how early good morning. you are at that. Oh, I mean, you sound well, just like you. her. I know. Well, that's how I sound when sound my wife's yelling like at a... me. I yell back like that. Um, <laughs> Blood Eye, hopefully, she'll enjoy that on her morning commute. Okay. Uh, Second era, year 580. Queen aren reappears. Actually, it's not Queen yet. a reappears after her proposed disappearance and asserts her claim to the throne of the, as the Queen of Eleanor. Like She took off for That's a good. while. Like, she was gonzo. People like, what the hell? So her brother like stepped in and was like, I am the heir! And she came back and she was like, hell no, you're not. That is my spot. <laughs> Take a step back. She sashayed right up on she that She did. She's like, this is mine. You give me that crown. I think I'm going to kick you in your nuts. <laughs> so in need of allies, Queen a Wren joins forces with the provinces of elsewhere. Remember, remember, the high elves came to the aid of elsewhere at the worst part of the Manhattan flu and saved their bacon. So, the province of Elsewhere said, We will help you. You are very nice, big, tall, white people. We will help you. And Valenwood, uh, and they all three formed the Ald Mary Dominion. Fun fact Shortly after forming the Ald Mary Dominion by Queen A. Ren, the Three Banners War begins. This conflict over control of the Ruby Throne in Cyrodiil. Pits three factions against each other. With Molag Bal's forces causing an additional threat in the wings. Now, in addition to that... A bunch of other little factions... A bunch of other little warriors... Are vying for control of Cyrodiil and the Ruby Throne. Hence your experience in Cyrodiil, my friends. That's why Emperor changes hands so many times... ...during this time frame. That's what we're battling over in Cyrodiil... ...in PvP. Go do it. It's super fun. Second era, year 582. Okay, friends. This is a busy year. The events of Elder Scrolls Online take place... ...largely in between the years of 582 and 583 of the second era. Everything from the reforging of the Five Companions... To the Daedric threats to Tamriel, to the restoration of the Thieves Guild to to its former glory, to the invasion of the Crystal Tower, to the saving of Vardenfell from the machinations of Clavicus, Vile, and Barbus, to the return of Shiagoreth, to a dragon threat in the lands of elsewhere. All of these things and tons more will be experienced by you, the player in Elder Scrolls Online. I am not going to spoil any of those for you, nor did I want to cover them because I'd be covering the whole freaking game in between 582 (laughs) and 583. Get your butt out there and take some quests. Get some quests. Because they're really good. Okay. So we're really quickly going to hit the remainder of the centuries. 7th century Second era 603, Nahattan flu is eradicated from Tamriel as the last documented case of the plague is recorded. Second era, year 638, Stros Makkai gets a fully sanctioned Mage's Guild. Eighth century, second era year 730 marks the return of the island of Artam after having been missing for 500 years. Jibs, you'll find this interesting when the Sigic Order returns. It is no longer led by Right Master Iachises. Huh. yeah, it was That's it was foretold. It's super weird. It was foretold that he moved to a state where pot was legal, and now all he does is smokes stoobies all day. I'm just saying, you don't have to get upset. <laughs> it's what's the law, dude. UESP says it. It's it's law. <laughs> So okay, yep. all right. All so, right master Eochuus is a pot smoker fucker.
2: All right,
1: are you a pot smoker fucker? The ninth century, second era, year uh, eight twelve. To ensure its independence, Rimen affirms their at or their tribute to the main of elsewhere, and secedes from the greater elsewhere. Interesting. They're,
0: they're going elsewhere. They're going <laughs>
1: elsewhere in like another. 300 years past the timeline of ESO. Rimmon's like, Peace out. Deuces. Deuces. Throw up the twos. Yep. Second era, year 828. This is believed to be the birth year of Tiber Septum. Yes. And this is where stuff gets super interesting because the era ain't over yet until it's over, friends. And Tiber Septum is a big part of Tamriel. Yeah. Fun fact, Tiber Septim, also known as General Talos, was an emperor who would become one of the most famous figures in Tamrielic history. He ruled as emperor, Tiber Septim, for over 80 years. That is a long-ass time. (laughs) And he was considered to be the greatest emperor ever to lead Tamriel. Let's talk a little bit about Tiber. Because he's really freaking awesome. Second era, year five or eight fifty two. The Tiber Wars, led by General Talos, begin with a series of conflicts that result in the unification of Tamriel under the Third Empire. This marks the final years of the Second Era. And my lord, lesson. And your lore lesson. <laughs> in the Second Era, year eight ninety six. Tiber Septim would finish his conquest of the lands of Tamriel aided by a dwarven artifact this will sound familiar called the Numidium and his battle mage by the name of Zurin Arctus. I looked up Zirin Arctus and totally nerded out on his lore but I'm not covering it here tonight. (laughs) Well now you got my answer. Yeah, he's rad, dude. Peace would reign in Tamriel for many years and Emperor Septim was loved across the land at the end of this very year second era 896 Tiber septum would pronounce the end of the second era
0: oh man tyber
1: yeah dude the second era is loaded it's loaded and you guys again maybe 60 percent is what i hit it's incredible what happened In the second era.
0: So much to this lore, this game. Right. I I think one of my favorite parts about it all, to be honest with you, is the amount of real-life years that have been spent going into this lore. You know? just like, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. So you know how we talk about how much we have loved in the past Star Wars lore? Oh. Yeah. Every week that I dive into Elder Scrolls lore... I love it more yeah it's getting close dude it's that it's good. good it is that deep the lore of elder yeah. scrolls yep. that it it has just tickled my fancy it's incredible
0: it's so good and there's so many layers yeah. and the the safeguards that i love about it is how it's told from a perspective right it's not the same as the other person's i love that right idea i love that so much so good job man thanks buddy yeah, good job, good job. First one of Volume 5. Well, everybody, we hope you enjoyed this episode. This was the very first episode of Volume 5 here at Lore Seekers. We're getting back to the classics, getting back to the volume. It's kind of like a re-rendition of Volume 1 if we had better-sounding mics. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we hope you give it you give us a review, whatever platform you're listening on. But uh, for every five-star review that we get on iTunes, we show you some love with a five-star review on the show. So, if you haven't done that yet, you haven't given us a review, go give us one. Love us, hate us, let us know. We want to hear from you. So, you can also uh, follow our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash loreseekers. we got all kinds of videos there. You can actually see them on the playlist at loreseekerspodcast.com. And, uh, let's see here. Oh! Alright, so... It's we do this for every new podcast that comes to uh, Elder Scrolls Online family. That's right. We believe in showing love to uh, whenever we first hear about them. Whatever it is, our first episode doesn't matter. We want to make sure you know about them that they're there, and we want to give a formal welcome to the upcoming Wanderers of Tamriel. It's a new Elder Scrolls Online, or is it Elder Scrolls Online
1: or Elder Scrolls? It's Elder Scrolls, it's Online. El- they're, they're, Elder Scrolls yeah, Online. They're they're yeah they're diving they're right. diving in and um, they sent us a really nice email and it was just super heartfelt and I can't be nothing but more than excited for these guys to launch their show and you know they love the lore just as much as any of us and hey man to us more shows the better it just it gives the listeners it gives us more content to absorb every single mm-hmm. week. With people that we love, just good, solid people in the community that want to create content. And there's so much support from our show for all of them. I mean, Robots Radio is in, he's in our chat right now and he's got an outstanding show. It's just awesome. So the more, the better. Hop in. That's right. Yep.
0: That's right.
1: Welcome, my friends. Welcome, welcome
0: to the, well, we we use the hashtag ESO podcast fam on Twitter. But uh, anyway, you can call us 765 382 6961. You can also email us, Lord Seekers at gmail.com. And if you're looking for a guild, you want to join the official Lord Seekers community and guild and meet ESO fans and Elder Scrolls fans from all over the world, from all walks of life. Our Discord, I think, is now 1100 strong plus. I, I lost track of the number a while ago. <laughs> but anyway, you can go to Lord forward slash guild, download Discord. Join our Discord server and apply by typing slash apply in the Apply to Guild channel. You'll get your app automatically DM'd to you. Now, you can find this show wherever podcasts are free. All apps, everywhere. All our stuff's free, free to you. We believe in giving it to you for free. So, wherever podcasts are free, that's where we're at. Cashbrook, and they follow us on Twitter.
1: You can find Jibs at Jibs IRL on Twitter. You can find myself at LoreSeekerCash, and the cash is with a K. But most importantly, follow the show. We're on Twitter at LoreSeekersCast. We are on Instagram at LoreSeekers, and Jibs never comes on Instagram. So if you want a cash-only experience, <laughs> go follow us on Instagram at LoreSeekers. Hopefully that will prompt Jibs to... You
0: want your eye sockets to bleed.
1: <laughs> Hopefully that then will prompt Jibs on Instagram. to make an Instagram account so that he can join us over there. Anyway, you can find us on Twitch right here at twitch.tv forward slash loreseekerspodcast.
0: There you go. Well, everyone, we hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Stay awesome. We love you. And uh, welcome to Volume 5. See you next week.
1: Dilly freaking dilly. Damn.